Hello Mosaic, it's Pastor Dave here and uh, welcome to this edition of Mosaic News. I just wanted to update the congregation on what's happening in the interdependence process and if you were here this past Sunday, you heard the announcement that we were voted in by the Presbytery as member church um, of the KPCAEP. And I wanted to record um, this uh, short little podcast for you just so that you understand what that means because it sounded great and celebratory and really joyous, but I'm sure some people were wondering in their seats, what in the world does that mean? And so I thought that maybe a a short explanation of where we are and where we're going uh, would be helpful uh, to us. So, like I said, in um, L.A. this past uh, last week, uh, we were voted in by the KPCAEP, and the KPCAEP is our denomination, and it stands for the Korean Presbyterian Church Abroad English Presbytery. Um, that is the name of the presbytery that we are involved in. And for some people, they may be wondering, what is a presbytery? Um, We cover this in membership class, uh, but presbyteries, they are a group of uh, presbyters, which is a terrible explanation. So here's what that means. Uh, Presbytos is uh, the word from which uh, we get the word elder and overseer. It means um, elder or overseer in the church. And a Presbyterian church is a church that's organized by elders, or you could say that it's an elder-led church. Um, and that is contrasted with, for example, a con- congregational church where the church is really run by the congregation and not by elders. Uh, but a Presbyterian church is a church in which the congregation elects and votes in leaders who speak and lead on their behalf. Uh, that's called a Presbyterian church. And we are a Presbyterian church. And so that's uh, what Presbyterian church means. The Presbytery is the governing body of elders that's above a church. Now, for every Presbyterian church, there is a Presbytery um, that is a collection of elders and pastors from those churches that help to govern um, and to lead all the churches underneath them. Uh, It holds the churches accountable and represents the local believers of the congregation. Um, For example, when you look in the book of Acts, you see that Paul addresses the church in Jerusalem. But remember, at that time, they didn't have big churches like we have where you could gather hundreds of people at the same time. But there were several uh, small gatherings of churches. But when he addresses the church in Jerusalem, he's talking about the gathering of all the churches, which is represented um, in Acts 15 by all the apostles and elders who gathered together for that meeting. And so what you see there is a presbytery, uh, the overseers all gathered together to represent um, the churches which they lead. And so in the New Testament, when you see Paul addressing the elders of each city, he's addressing the presbytery. And a presbytery is just like that, the gathering of elders and and pastors, the leaders uh, who represent the churches in that town or in that region, or in our case, uh, a very special mix of churches um, that speak English, and they all come together to form a presbytery, and they help govern um, those bodies underneath them. So that's what a presbytery is. And so you may be wondering, so why does a presbytery need to approve of us uh, being a church? 
well, first, we are a Presbyterian church. That's the kind of church organization, church polity uh, that we are a part of. So we put ourselves underneath the authority of the Presbytery to hold us accountable and our leaders accountable and to provide us with resources and help so that we can do church well. Um, I think it's a real beautiful thing uh, when a church or a Christian uh, willingly puts themselves underneath the authority of another. It's a very Christ-like uh, thing to do, and it also helps to keep our church in order, especially when things go wrong. Uh, when things go wrong, the Presbytery is supposed to provide oversight and um, help us in those moments when we cannot deal with issues ourselves. Um, just to kind of speak to that, when I was in the PCA, or I'm still currently in the PCA, uh, in the PCA, um, I was part of the shepherding committee, and the shepherding committee, we dealt with um, churches who have had issues that internally they couldn't solve themselves. So they reached out to the presbytery and said, would you guys help us uh, with these issues that we're dealing with? And so the shepherding committee from the presbytery would go to the individual church and help that church. And so that's one of the structures that's set up in the Presbyterian Church. So there's accountability, shared resources, and help for other churches in that region. Uh, so now what, we, what it means that we have been voted in is that now we are one of the churches in that presbytery, in the KPCA EP, uh, that take part in that kind of work together. And in order for us to be a part of that, they needed uh, to vote us in to be a part of that. So the next question is, okay, so what is the KPCA EP? What is it like? Um, I just want to tell you that they're really, really great brothers um, and sisters uh, who are there in the presbytery, and they're really, really faithful. Um, they really have a passion for ministry and church, and gathering together with them, it's, it's really a joy. I look forward to seeing those guys um, and seeing those sisters uh, who are a part of that presbytery and, and so faithful in all that they're doing. Um, our uh, presbytery is unique in that we're not a regional presbytery like the New York Presbytery or the Philadelphia Presbytery or the Atlanta Presbytery, uh, but we're a presbytery that is uh, gathered together because we all serve in this unique context of English ministry, um, English ministry. And so that's why it's called the EP. It's the KPCA English Presbytery. Um, not everyone is Korean um, and everyone speaks English. That's kind of our unifying factor. Uh, most of the people there are part of English ministries that are in some way engaged in a Korean American church. Uh, so that's what the EP is like. And I really love hanging out with those uh, brothers and sisters. Uh, and we have a lot of uh, fun together and we worship together. And it's really, really great to see them serve. The next question is, you know, now that we are a member of that presbytery, now what? Uh, what does that mean for us? Well, it means that now uh, Mosaic will be responsible for engaging in the presbytery and the work of the presbytery. You know, the presbytery, like a church, they have ministries just like we do. Uh, they have a missions committee. They have a shepherding committee. They have a candidates and ordination committee. They have committees that handle administration and leadership. And there are positions and officers and things like that. And so Mosaic will be a part of the presbytery in their uh, ministry together. And so we'll be partaking in that, uh, especially uh, Pastor Yozop and I will be partaking in that. And um, I hope soon the elders and um, others who will join uh, will take part in that. Uh, we'll also be paying dues. Um, it's a very small percentage of our annual budget, 
but those dues that we give to the presbytery help the presbytery to run and help the presbytery to provide resources uh, for us and our leadership so that we can lead well. And finally, we'll have to attend meetings. Um, The elders and the pastors will attend meetings and we'll be part of uh, the discussion at the presbytery level. They meet um, twice a year, once in the spring and once in the fall, and we will be going to those meetings to discuss business, to worship, and to learn together. And then the next question is, so what are the next steps for Mosaic? Now we are a member church. We're going to be engaging in the presbytery. Uh, what, what are the next steps for us? Um, the next steps for us is now to focus in on elder ordination. Uh, that consists of three different things. It consists of electing elders, examining the elders, and ordaining the elders. Those are the three things that we are going to be doing uh, very, very soon. So this spring, when the presbytery meets for the spring, Mosaic will officially ask, or the presbytery word is petition, petition the presbytery to uh, allow us to elect elders, and I'm sure they will approve. And next year, after receiving... Um, the approval to elect elders. We will then elect elders at Mosaic, and then they will be examined by the presbytery. That's the second step. And after they pass their examinations, which I'm sure they will, uh, finally, uh, we will have them ordained by the presbytery. And when they are ordained by the presbytery, it's going to be a joyous occasion um, for um, these brothers who have stepped forward to lead our congregation and to shepherd us. And at that point, uh, we will go from what is called an unorganized church to an organized church. Now, <laughs> those words, um, you know, they're not great words uh, for it, but they are the words that are in their bylaws. Um, because it's a Presbyterian church, the organization of a church um, is finalized by the organization of elders. And when a church has their elders organized on a session, um, when they have been elected, examined, and ordained and gathered in a session, now the presbytery says that this is an organized church, and this, that's the final step um, in the process. And so that's what we're going to be doing now. Um, as the elders have been training, they've been training for over a year, and they're really, really faithful, and um, it's been going really, really well. Um, when they are elected, uh, that first step in the process, um, our plan is to have the elders take over the governance of our church um, and to take the governance of the church from the LT. Uh, Mosaic, we've had uh, LT uh, for some time now, um, but the leadership, we're kind of looking at LT as a provisional uh, session or a provisional leadership until we have organized elders. The LT are not ordained uh, officers, but they're elected by Mosaic and entrusted uh, with the decisions of the church and with shepherding the church. Um, But the great thing about the elders is they will have before their election more than a year and a half of church leadership training um, under their belt, and then they will be elected. And so we believe that it is uh, proper and good for those elected elders uh, to begin to govern the church even before they take their presbytery examinations and even before they are ordained, because that's how Mosaic we've been doing it um, all along. Our LT have never been examined by a presbytery, and then they have never been ordained, um, but they have been doing an excellent job in leading. And um, one of the reasons is because they have been nominated and elected by our church members. So after they are elected by Mosaic, uh, the LT will dissolve and we will thank the LT for their work. And some of the LT members are, are going to be the elders on the session. 
but then the elders will begin to govern uh, the church um, when they are elected by uh, Mosaic. You know, at this time, I think that it's really important for us to stop and just give thanks to God for all that he has done. You know, the Lord has been so faithful uh, to Mosaic through this process. Um, you know, depending on how close you were to the process, you saw the complexity of this and just how many steps there were in doing this. And I, I want to just tell you that the Lord has been so faithful all the way through uh, the process. And he's also going to be with us in the next steps of the process. Um when you look at um, Joshua 4, there's this really beautiful um, exhortation that comes from Joshua to the congregation. Uh, the congregation has just passed over the Jordan River. And Joshua tells his congregation to set up a memorial, to set up a memorial by setting up these 12 stones. And what these 12 stones are supposed to tell the congregation is this memorial is always supposed to remind them of God's faithfulness and his goodness to them each step of the way. And it's even more amazing when you think that they haven't crossed the Red Sea, that one-time amazing uh, act of salvation that we saw in Exodus, but here is another uh, body of water, another barrier, a- another difficulty and challenge that the Lord has helped them to cross, and He has been so faithful uh, along the way. And so Joshua says, just as uh, the previous generation remembered God's faithfulness at the Red Sea, we also need to now remember His faithfulness at the Jordan River. And I, I look at the process of how the Lord has just uh, brought us through and walked us through each single step. And I really feel like we've had several Jordan River moments um, that the Lord has been so faithful um, in providing for us and being with us. And so I just want to call Mosaic uh, to thankfulness and, and gratitude in our hearts as he has been giving us so much favor uh, along the way. Each step of the way, uh, we ought to remember his faithfulness. Um, So, Mosaic, I just wanted to give you a quick update, some explanation on where we are, what has happened. I hope that it was helpful and it helped you understand more what it means that we're a member of this presbytery now. So until next time, uh, this is Mosaic News and God bless you guys. I'll see you soon.